Yo, it's the real truth. It's the Stand On It podcast. We back. Welcome back, Stand On It Podcast. It's been a minute, had a lot going on. Listen, I'm not even going to talk to y'all about everything else that's been going on. I'm going to say that to the end so it's fresh in your mind as the episode go off. We're going to get right into this thing today, what we're talking about. This season, we're going to focus on dispelling all of this stuff that people are telling us that's real. You know, people, oh, this is real, this is real. Since the last time I talked to y'all, it's been a lot of stuff people didn't classify as real. Nah, we gotta we gotta really point this out so we can get the programming. We can deprogram people. It's been too much programming going on about what's real. Today I'm gonna be talking about when the people you think real, they can't keep it real no more. Yeah, they cannot keep it real anymore. And my focus is gonna be on the media. And it used to be it's documented. You can go back 2015, 16. We had a pod. We started a pod then. It was the I Say Podcast. We was one of the only first podcasts in the Greenville area outside of Talk is Talk Podcast. Shout out to them. I fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? But what happened was when it became popular, then everybody started reporting the news, current events. And so people wanted to hear that raw and uncut. So they start listening to podcasts. So then when the mainstream media saw like, okay, now people are branching off the podcast, what they did, they came over as well, and you know they had to get their piece and they could, they formed podcast networks. And now they can send that same programming through the people on these networks. If you think I ain't, I don't know what I'm talking about, pay attention to, when, to some of your favorite podcasts. Before they sign these deals. And some of the podcasts that um, are local, some of the podcasts that people send to me be like, check out. Uh, a lot of y'all don't keep it real on your podcast, and here's why. Y'all are sitting back hoping that one of them networks, whether it's Black or Fed, Revolt, whatever it is, y'all hoping y'all get a call from them. And nah, boy, I can't be... I can't be saying calling nobody out if if I want to get that call. Y'all don't stand on that, you know? And that's the difference between my podcast and, and what y'all trying to do. Like, because we're going to stand on what we're talking about. I'm going to stand on every word that I'm talking about or I'm not going to say it, you know? So I'm going to start peeling back the layers, dispelling all of this or some of this stuff that we think is real. And it's not to offend anybody. It's not to throw shade at anybody because I still like these people, but I'm just pointing out they weren't keeping it real and they can't. I understand it, but I don't think y'all understand it. But we got to get back to where we are 
determining what's real. So, um, I like the, uh, well, I used to like, uh, Big Facts Podcast with Big Bank, Baby J, DJ Scream. They used to be one of my favorite pods outside of everything that's on my network and a couple other local pods that I listen to. used to be my favorite pod. Not anymore. It's not. I don't even subscribe to it anymore. Because listen to them before they signed with Charlemagne versus now. Like, it's so scripted. Certain stuff they don't want to touch on, they back away from. But when I lost respect, I started to peep game. Young Dolph came on this show. Was a couple episodes before he got killed. He came on this show. They had a great show. Talked about nothing but how they had love for him. This, 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 and this. That man passed away. I'm watching every episode after that, probably for at least a couple months strong, Seeing if y'all was ever going to say or attribute anything to Dolph. Never happened. You know what I'm saying? And I know some people might be like, oh, you don't know what happened behind the scenes. I don't. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But I do know when a man in a certain space, show him the same love that you did any other time. But why is it that you can't? It's a whole bigger picture. You got that whole rock nation that whole CMG relationship and that whole Rock Nation, that whole Black Effect, that whole Revolt, everybody just touching hands and greasing palms. So they ain't going to say certain stuff, and I don't respect that, man. But these are the people that we see and y'all say, oh, these people real. This this real, sharing clips and stuff that they putting up, but y'all not really paying attention to what they saying or what they not saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to look at. What they saying and what they not saying. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. My first one. So, um, here is uh, Toya. I don't know Toya's uh, real name now. Um, well, hold on. Before I even, I don't know her last name now. Before I even play that, I'm going to play this. This is uh, DJ Academics. DJ Academics is a blogger, popular blogger. This is DJ Academics just reporting on Regina Carter, talking about her relationship, reporting on celebrity news like you do everybody else. Check it out. Regina loved... Nigga, y'all remember Lil Wayne's daughter? Lil Wayne's daughter. My bad, I forgot her name. Regina. Regina... Loved hood niggas. She loved Wafet Lucci. That was her nigga. That was her nigga, bro. She loved the hood nigga. He had thug life tied across his chest. I think even Wayne got thug life tied across his chest. She loved that nigga showing up to all type of BT celebrity basketball games. She loved that nigga, man. You know these bitches? Like, let me not call You know these chicks be like, yo, they love a hood nigga? Of course they love a hood nigga. But that nigga facing. All right, so. <clears throat> Academics said. You know bitches love hood niggas. Then he even corrected himself, which I don't even think he needed to correct himself. He corrected himself and said, let me not call her a bitch. I didn't take it like that at all. Now listen to the people who be keeping it real uh, weighing in. And tell me how is this 
keeping it keeping it real. Like weighing in on this. Like how is this keeping it real? If we're keeping it real, somebody should have checked in and said, "Nah, Toya, no, no, you tripping on no, nah, we not going with that." But hold on, here we go. Even though he did catch himself when he said "bitch," but it's like, why are we why are we even talking about that? Like, come yeah. on, why, that, that that that's the that's the bigger picture. Like, why are we even talking about her old relationship when she in a new relationship? She living a life, she happy, mm. she doing whatever she doing. Why are you comparing right. what she had versus what she have and whether it's a downgrade or not? Mm. It ain't your business. Like, that ain't your business whether she upgraded, downgraded. She's happy, and that's all that matters. And as a mom, that's all I really care about. So, like, just let us live our life. I mean, I don't don't get into all the internet shit. My thing is, like, I don't don't even care about that. My thing is seeing my people happy, seeing my people hurt. So if my people hurt, whatever the fuck it is, that's, that's an issue. And she saying she going in the water, but she ain't gonna go in the water like us. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, whatever it is, right. like <clears throat> you know, and everybody has valid points. And I'm the one that always a sit back and look at shit. But the voice at of the reason. end of the day, mm-hmm. we yeah. say you can have it one way and we'll have it another way. But you tend not to hear shit when it's the motherfucker laying beside you. And Nay is like my, you know, daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I've always told Nate from the jump. Like, I'm never, I would never try to be your dad, but I'm always here for you. So, I'm always, I don't give a fuck if she right. I don't give a fuck if she's wrong. I'm always be here to protect her. And Facts. if she's feeling the way, Facts. nigga, I'm going to go in the water. See, right. she's saying she going right. to go in the water. She go curse y'all out. But, no, nigga, we're going in the water. It is a fucking difference. Facts. To see so, you. Yeah. yeah, so I, I wasn't really tripping, like. I left the house, so she was mad as hell. But I left the house. I, um, so you really want to punch that nigga in this shit? For <laughs> <laughs> real, that was G shit. Like, bro, I punch in your shit. Nah, Playing with my people. Yeah, yeah like, bro, I punch in your shit about that shit. The fuck up, cause you really fucking my shit up, nigga. Yeah, my house ain't happening. You know. Yeah. Like my house. You know what I'm saying? But all right, man, I'm gonna go ahead and stop that right there because listen here. And here's what I'm going to say about Toya. That's a mother protecting her kid. I get it. I'm not even faulting her for it. But if she's honest as well, go back. She's a reality TV star. Go back and look at some of the episodes when she's been on reality TV. See if you ever hear her or anybody around her saying the word bitch and see what the reaction was. Now, what I got an issue with is the men. That's on the set. See, men ain't men no more. They're not. Men are not men anymore. They just, I don't fault Toy at all. But the men out there talking about, oh, they ain't, ain't going in the water like we going in the water. What? And then I'm thinking, because at first, Bank acting like, you know, man, this shit ain't even that serious. But then he chimed in. Like, maybe he thought, like, why now I got to come in here and say something. Man, I would have played that shit like this. This me and my lady on there, that ain't... First off, my lady wouldn't even came on there talking about that. We would have never addressed that in the public. Here's why. Because that's not keeping it real. Bank be on that same show calling his wife. Nigga don't be looking at my bitch saying it. We get in the car, put music on, 
that says bitches and hoes. We listen to it with the kids, bitches and hoes. Women turn up to it in the club, twerking in a circle with their girls at brunch, doing whatever, to bitches and hoes. But academics is an easy target because they think he's soft, he the blogger. So now, when he come out and said, and he immediately cleaned it up, which I said, I don't think he needed to clean it up. But as soon as he came out and said, he cleaned it up. And this is where we at. Like, oh, no, we'll go in that water. And I get it. Men are supposed to protect women. You're right. You go back. Take that emotion out of there. See, that's the balance with men and women. Everything in the world has to have balance. Why do you think evil exists? Why do you think good exists? There has to be a balance. So Toy is there with the balance of the emotion. The men should be there with the balance of the protection. But the men are combining the emotion with your role as the protector. Man, take the emotion out of that. Man, come on. And we hear bitch all the time. Like, I would have been, if, if that did happen in my presence, I would have been like, hey, is that really that big of a deal? He didn't, there's a difference between saying, hey, that's my bitch. Or, bitch, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference. One, you're saying it as somebody, but come on, let's keep it real. That term has started to be used as a term of endearment. They don't start saying bitch as a term of endearment. But this is what we want to get offended over. And these are the people we look at and we say, oh, yeah, these people real. All right. So let's keep it moving. Uh, Imagine, I ain't even going to say imagine. I got a homegirl who uh, she sell clothes. Now, I haven't in a while. Because I haven't really seen her put up anything new. But she she sells clothes. I just repost her clothes. I repost it. That's my homegirl. You know? Now, me reposting her clothes, she sells women's clothes. I don't wear women's clothes. But what if somebody go and say, Hey, man, it, it is cross-dressing. He wear women's clothes. Y'all ain't heard none from me. Nothing. But based off what I reposted and what somebody else says, y'all don't defend me. Y'all hop along with them in the court of public opinion and condemn me. That's exactly what happened to Kyrie Irving. That's exactly what happened to him. This man didn't say anything. Reposted something and... If being a Hebrew Israelite or whatever is near and dear to his heart, he's showing support for his belief. Not saying he's watched the documentary, not saying he liked the documentary. He could just be showing love to his belief. But we condemn this man. He didn't say nothing. And then the, the real sad part about it was when the people we think keep it real, they start chiming in. Yeah, keep it real. I've been guilty of that too. I done reposted and 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 had some admiration for Uncle Shay Shay. You know, I used to love the TNT post game show with Charles, Chuck, Kenny. Then I started really looking at it, really looking at it close. So, um, pay attention to the TNT post game show now. I want you to pay attention to three things. Uh, 
Pay attention to how Shaq used to talk and keep it real before his investments leaked. When that leaked and people found out he invested in all of this stuff, Papa John's, all this other stuff, that's when he his keeping it real. Start watching how he talked after that. Charles Barkley. Watch how he talked and kept it real before signing that $200 million contract. Now look how, look how he talked. Kenny Smith. Uh, Kenny just played that, that in-between role that a lot of people play. You know, until they actually get fed up and then they might kind of lose it. But I want you to pay attention to these people. And and Kenny, he kind of went easy. But, but Charles and Shaq, oh, this idiot. We got to talk about this idiot. He's an idiot. He should. For what? Like, y'all, y'all literally turned on this man for what? Like, what, what did he do? You know, and people are scared to come out and say it, and they like, no, we got to go along to get along. No, we don't. But, yeah, so <clears throat> think about that. Pay attention to how they talk before that happened. Again, Shaq, before his investments leaked, he talked way more real Charles Barkley, before he signed that $200 million contract, was talking way more real. And Kenny just plays the middle. Let me break down to y'all in layman's terms who Charles, Kenny, and Chuck really are. Uh, Shaq is really the kid who was adopted by a white family (laughs) and raised by a white family. He would be like the blind side story. With Sandra Bullock, where they adopted the black kid from the ghetto. And now he's gotten up and he's like, boy, I was raised by some real good white folk. Kenny is the person who was raised by his mom. She worked for uh, the white guy her whole life. Worked for him, took care of his kids. But when he died and his mom only had like another year to live, he left her a car. So he's another good white guy. Uh, Chuck is just a rebellious kid who the white people always told him in school, you ain't going to be nothing. And now that he's gotten up, he feels like he's equal to a certain point because of his money and fame. And they all got it confused. And I'm not talking race because I don't believe racism exists. But let me tell you this. They all doing these things. And in the midst of it, they're not even realizing they're sitting there being governed by a white man. Because the white man is the moderator of their show. So all of this stuff they're sitting there doing, just raining down on another black man, and now they keep it real, you're still not moderating anything. You're being fed what you can and can't say because pay attention to the show. They start getting or talking a little crazy. Mm-mm. Ernie, guys, guys. Calm them down quick. You know, still that same shit. Then, now you want to talk about that. <clears throat> How they act uh, with keeping it real and, and what they're doing and who's on here and who's allowed to say what. You call this man an idiot again for just reposting something. Like not saying anything, reposting something. So these are the people that we look at as keeping it real. 
Now, some went viral the other day, and I'm not even going to play that clip because it's just so embarrassing. There was a viral clip the other day of Shannon Sharp just basically having a meltdown and crying on TV because Skip Bayless said Tom Brady was better than he was. Shannon almost had a meltdown because Skip said that Tom Brady was better than him. Shannon couldn't understand how Skip Bayless would turn his back on him and choose Tom Brady. But see, that's the mentality that we get in because everything that we base our success on as a race and as a culture is based on how we view it in the eyes of the white man. That's, that's just it. Keeping it real. That's how the success is based on, oh, I got money. I can sit here at the table by the white people. I can go to the same restaurant, drive the same cars. They go look at me as an equal. No. And see, again, your emotions, men not being men, reacted the way you reacted with Skip Bayless. Why even get an attitude with Skip Bayless? He never played sports. And then you want to yell, I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Everybody knows that, Shannon. But see, you let this man get under your skin and get you out of character, and then everybody want to come to your defense. Oh, he should have got up. You don't win in no situation like that. Jalen Roses and all of them coming in talking about what you should have got up and did. They wouldn't go do shit. And that's just how it is now. That media, that mainstream media, and it's leaking over to YouTube because the mainstream media, they buying stocks and forming these podcast networks to keep the programming going. These people can't talk and think for themselves no more. That's the difference between them and this show. I'm always talking think for myself. Because guess what? We ain't selling our damn content. You know? These people out here hoping that Revolt TV call or email them. They'll say anything. Sign me up. Nah, we ain't doing that. You know? Because uh, that ain't real. And I don't even watch them people no more. I stopped watching it. Because... I'm like, if if I'm looking at the game, which is right now basketball, I don't lost my appetite for basketball after how they did the Kyrie thing. I look at college. But if the if the post-game show on, I got the sound down, looking at something else. I don't even pay attention to Skip and Shannon no more because it's just all so watered down. It's all scripted. It's all programming. They're going to talk about three things, LeBron, Tom Brady, and the Dallas Cowboys. That's the conversation. Every single day, LeBron Brady Cowboys. And people tune in to watch it every day, and they put political spins on it. They put racist spins on it, and the programming continues. And it's just, hey, that's what's real. But um, lastly, and we're going to get off this real thing before we turn it over to something else. Here's another person who is keeping it real. So <clears throat> a couple months back, DJ Vlad uh, did an interview with Birdman's brother, Terrence Gangster Williams. Terrence Gangster Williams is known as one of the original Hot Boys. Um, he's the person that the group, the Hot Boys, was named after. Um, they said when Terrence Gangster Williams was on the streets, he was a real stepper. Um, he did so much, he ended up getting life in prison. So people was wondering... How did Terrence Gangster Williams come home? Um, and Terrence Gangster Williams uh, said, you know, he told on some people who were dead, uh, 
some murders that they committed to get his sentence reduced. Uh, so Vlad asked Boosie about Terrence Gangster Williams. Now, this is a, a about a five-minute clip, but I need y'all to hear it because I need y'all to hear how upset Boosie is about what Terrence Gangster Williams did. Here we go. Shout out to Beyonce. Why are you showing me that? <laughs> Why not? Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't you want to see that if you uh, hadn't seen it yet? Yeah, but I don't want to comment too much. You know, she got she got a she got a husband, man. He got a show a line of respect for. Yep. You know, you got a show a line. Of... Uh, well, I recently did an interview with uh, Terrence Gangster Williams, yeah. who's uh, Birdman's half brother. Yeah. Now you know about him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I put the interview out, originally, we did the interview, and I had a contact for Birdman, a guy that, was, that had reached out to me and said that Birdman wanted to do an interview, and you know, he was just trying to you know, wait until we were on the same, in the same city or whatever else. So when we did the interview, I reached out and said, hey, by the way, just giving you all a heads up that I got an interview with, with Gangster. Yeah. You know? He don't say nothing negative about Birdman, nothing else like that, but just giving y'all a heads up when it comes out. That set off a chain of events of basically me and Birdman got on the phone together. Okay. And Birdman was very respectful. He basically said, listen, uh, you know, I, 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 I fuck with you. I respect you. You know, we could do some business later on, but whatever, what you got going on with that dude ain't got nothing to do with me. So just <laughs> basically, whatever y'all got to go over there, that, that's y'all's business. Um, the interview came out. And there's been a lot of chatter about it. Now, you yourself heard some things and know some things about Gangster. I don't know no things. I heard some You heard some things. Yeah. What have you heard? I heard he was really respected. You know, I, from me hearing about him and all those songs, you know, I had a special kind of respect for him as me being a, a G. I had a special rep for him, how people would rep his name and how people would rep his name. I mean, BG was named after him. Yeah. He was gangster and BG was baby gangster. Yeah. From what I know, he had a lot to go with a lot of things that was going on in the city. Yeah. I mean, he was part of the original Hot Boys. Yeah. The street street crew, the Hot Boys, and they had New Orleans on fire. Yeah. A lot of shootings, you know, just a lot of mayhem during that time. Yeah. Now, what I didn't know until we really did the interview was that when he came out, Birdman really wasn't wasn't messing with him. And BG had a problem with him as well. And from his point of view, it's because while he was locked up, he got life plus 20. And during the course of him doing the bid, he cooperated on a couple of murders that his friends did who were already dead themselves. And his rationale was, yes, I cooperated, but I'm not putting anyone in prison. These dudes are already passed away. They can't be charged with anything. And I'm doing life plus 20. And this could potentially help me. Oh, and I also gave him some murders uh, with Sterling and Dooney. So some of, some of my people that I'm at odds with now, uh, even BG was upset about it too. Because it was like, man, you know, you tell it on the dead. You know, um, I didn't look at it like at the time. I was like, well, you know, this is a way I can get up out of prison. You know, I'm not... Uh, testifying on the one, you know, I'm going to give him this here. They're going to cut my time. Cool, you know, but. Birdman didn't see it that way. 
according, according to the interview, Birdman said, you know, we all sat down at the table when we made these rules and you chose to break those rules. Oh. I mean, number one, do you think cooperating about someone who's dead, is that considered snitching in your book? Yeah, of course. Why is that? And how you know, how you know, he, I, did he show you paperwork on it? Well, I had actually looked up some of the things. So, so some of the stuff that he was saying, you know, was, I can't, was based I wouldn't, on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe that Flair that he just did that and all that. Like he's not no. What, what, what he gonna get for that? Like I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, I had, a, I had a, a real respect for gangster and the stories I heard about him. But uh, you know that shit leave with me. You know I have no type of respect for him anymore. You know what I had for him that was because of all the stories and. And all that, but uh, once you go that route, I once you go that route, I I just miss you from my my legend book, and X you out. Well, let's just say the story is true. So, like I said, I, I haven't seen the actual paperwork, and, and you haven't seen the paperwork. He could be telling you that just to be telling you that on fucking camera. Right. You know, he about to set up a hundred motherfucking. You know, that's how that shit go, man. You stay solid, nigga. Some of us gonna make it, some of us ain't. That's just how it gonna be. You know what I'm saying? You, you get you can take that gangster shit off your name, man. Real shit, man. That shit hurt me when they when I when I heard about that shit. You know, cause you know how all them niggas in that city, them niggas in that city stand up for gangster and Angola, man. Them niggas talk highly of this man. You know, they 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 stand on this nigga name. You know, and that shit hurting me to, to hear that nigga was out of jail and that nigga didn't, that nigga didn't, that nigga didn't got down. Cause them niggas in that city, they stand up behind that nigga. When I say Lee Luke, when I, when I rep Baton Rouge and all my niggas, they were going to come up, putting down and staying silent and put in work in the streets. They say gangster. That's one of the good names they say. And that nigga fucked that up with real niggas in the penitentiary. And I say that then I stand, and I stand on my word about that. That's why I got pissed off because them niggas in that city, they bow down to that nigga. They speak highly of him and baby them. And that nigga fucked that up for them niggas. Now when the niggas say that all niggas' names in BR, they ain't gonna be able to mention him. They gonna mention him with shit in his mouth. Because the niggas hate rats up there because every rat got him up there. So yeah, um, as y'all saw from the video, uh, Busu was pretty upset about gangsta and how he handled himself. Um, and I fuck with Boosie. I always been a Boosie fan. I like how Boosie is very transparent, open. He gonna say what's on his mind. But now, Boosie also announced he has an album coming out. This was a couple months ago with T.I. And that they also are doing a reality TV show with their sons. Now, you might say, well, why is that important? Here's an interview that surfaced last week with uh, Boosie's collaborator, uh, T.I., on their uh, new reality show and the project they got coming out. Here's what his collaborator had to say last week. I have not ever told any kind of information to any form of law enforcement uh -oh. that can get any man, woman, or child, whether innocent or guilty, criminal or citizen, that could get them any time for any crime. Say, look, if it's a, sir, did, did you see such and such and such, do such and such and such? Oh, wait a minute. Only time. The only time. 
Mm. All right, so me and my cousin too. My <laughs> 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 cousin too. God rest his soul. Uh, we had uh, a, a little hustle we were running. He had like freight trains and truckloads of Banana Republic and J Crew, like white folk, like you know, office clothes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so before we actually get on the spreadway, the real police pull us over. They pull us over. I have a gun. So why are we going through the court process? Unfortunately, <coughs> my cousin Toot passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, P2. Uh, <laughs> 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 and so we caught no gun cases. Toot died. And, you know, my lawyer said, well, you know, I can make everything go away if it, if it was Toot, if it was Tremel's. And I had a talk with Toot. And what Toot said? Posthumously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he had passed. After he had passed, I had a talk with him. What Toot say? Toot said, I take all the charges you got. Mm. If you can walk away free and put it on me, goddamn right. Because mm. I'd be damned if they going to come and motherfucking extradite me from here. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. They can come get me from here Shit. and serve me. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just cut that off there. Boosie has yet to make a statement. The internet has been calling for him to make a statement because if we keeping it real, what's the difference between what Terrence Gangster Williams did and what T.I. did? Now, notice the immediate animated reaction when he's talking about Terrence Gangster Williams. See, at this point, Terrence Gangster Williams is an easy target. He's fresh out of jail. His brother, who's a big mogul, don't even fuck with him no more. So it's easy to rain down on him, man. Fuck him. He a rat. But now this man comes out and says the same thing and laughs it off. And let me tell you how fucked up society is. Because I had this conversation with somebody at the barbershop. And they tried to say, well... Uh, because if you caught it there, the people who was on the interview with him when he said, yeah, I talked to my cousin, he said posthumously. Now, I know a lot of y'all are not the sharpest knives in the drawer. Posthumously means someone's died. They're no longer with us. So this person in the barbershop was like, man, people come to people in death. That's real. That, that, that do happen. Now, I don't know if it happened, but it do happen. Why are you making excuses, my nigga? Talking about he talked to uh, his cousin posthumously. Like Boosie said, show the paperwork. That's what he's saying. Show the paperwork. That's what you did. Then we'll believe that. But saying nobody go say that because they ain't keeping it real. They only go keep it real to where they can or to the people who they feel like. I ain't got to keep it real with them. Notice the common thread, the common theme. The people who they feel like, in a sense, what they're doing is bullying and ain't nobody calling them out. That's what it is, is bullying. Think about Kyrie Irving. Kyrie low-key, he don't really say shit, kind of weird, nerdy, went to Duke. Oh, he an he a easy target. Let's fuck with him. Let's bully him. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what they did. Now, bring it back around. Think about academics. 
But they was doing him. Oh, we going in that water. He's a blogger. Easy target. Now bring it back to the Gangster Williams and the T.I. situation. Gangster Williams is an easy target. Because they, they got respect for his old ways of what he used to do. But now they feel like, oh, well, Birdman ain't fucking with him. Fuck that. You know, now we got allies with that shit. I don't respect that. <clears throat> and if y'all really real, y'all won't respect that either. Like, it don't matter who it is. That's why I be on that thing where I don't think racism exists. Because y'all want to color code everything. You know what I'm saying? But it don't matter who it is. Flaw is flaw. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. This shit here, I just gave y'all three examples of. They ain't keeping that shit real. Men need to get back to being men. T.I. should have been called out about that. But y'all want to make excuses for it. That's that media, how it is now, picking and choosing. And nah, like, if you go say Terrence Gangster Williams a rat, what you go call T.I.? We not even getting into the gun and thug situation. I've been talked about that, said that's how it was going to play out. But we ain't even getting into that. But stop looking at these people. And I, I had to have that talk with myself. Stop looking at these people on these mainstream medias just because they look like us and they may talk with some slang or they may know a couple of rap songs or wearing jewelry or whatever. That don't make them real. Them people are not real. Yeah. So we're going to say we and get ready to close this thing out. Uh, I want to spend a few minutes on this last one. So uh, I want to tell y'all about uh, this, and I'm going to tie all of this uh, together. So we're going to tie together Brittany Griner, the Russian arms dealer, Jesus Christ, and Barabbas. So, yeah, I'm going to tie all of this together. So Victor Bout was convicted of these crimes. Conspiring to kill Americans, acquiring and export anti-aircraft missiles, providing material support to a terrorist organization. This was in 2010, since 25 years. Conspiring to kill Americans. Um, There is also documented video uh, of Brittany Griner years back talking about uh, the flag doesn't support America, none of that. But now when all of this goes down and happens, hey, America, we got to do something. Everybody hashtagging, we are BG. Nah, man. I never was a part of that, we are BG. You know, never. Um, So, the way I'm going to put all this together, Victor Bout. All of these charges sentenced to 25 years. Now, you got somebody who is a WNBA player. And I'm not taking anything away, but I'm just just being real and being honest. The WNBA can't even fund their own league. Their league is funded basically by residuals that come in to the NBA that the NBA just puts away in a cash fund. It's like, all right, get them a few dollars to keep their league going so that we can show diversity and inclusion. That's really what it is. Go look at the ratings. I'm not lying. Go look at it. That's what the WNBA is. So it wasn't like Brittany Griner is this polarizing superstar 
because if she was this polarizing superstar, a polarizing superstar we would look at as far as sports go, we would say LeBron, Kobe. <clears throat> what years did you ever see Kobe or LeBron, Jordan, playing overseas in the offseason? You never saw that. These are polarizing athletes. Now, if they would have made a deal for LeBron, I would feel the same way. But more people may have understood. But Brittany Griner? Brittany Griner, who had no loyalty to America, but y'all would give this guy away who has conspired to kill Americans. So arms all through through his businesses, he was an arms dealer. They they caught him in Thailand originally, and the U.S. got him extradited back, and they charged his ass with this. He had only done 14 years of a 25-year sentence. And we, hey, we'll take him for Brittany Griner. Now I want y'all to think about something. <clears throat> South Carolina is supposed to be called a Bible Belt. So if that's still true, which I don't know if it is, y'all will know about this and can relate. But if not, go look it up in the Bible. There's a parable in the Bible when Pontius Pilate was, uh, they had Jesus at trial. Pontius Pilate couldn't find anything to convict Jesus of being guilty. There was nothing there. So he said, you know what? I know how I can get out of it. So the Jews had a ritual to where they would let, they would let someone go. Before the festival, you know, to kind of get them a chance to start their life over again. So they would always get them the lesser of two evils. Like, okay, this person here has committed murder. We're going to turn him over. This person may have only stole, so we're going to give him freedom to start his life over. So he thought this was going to be his way out, not to look like a traitor amongst his people. Hey, I'm going to let the people decide. Do they want this Jesus? And I ain't even going to put color on this. Because like I said, I don't think about that racism shit. I know a lot of y'all like, oh, he go with the white man. No, I ain't no color on this. I want you to think about truth. Truth. Focus on truth aspect of this. So, he's sitting there. He said, I know how I can get out of this. I'm going to let the people decide. I'm going to say, I'll give y'all this man who's completely innocent he goes out, he ministers to people, he doesn't do anything wrong, he heals people. Well, I'll give y'all the choice of this guy is a robber, a murderer, and a conspirator. I know they go going to say, yeah, go ahead and let Jesus go. We got to take him. He'll minister to society. What you think them people did? Go look it up. Give us Jesus. We go off him. Give us truth. We go silence truth. Keep the lie. We got to keep the lie in front of the people. Give us the truth. We can't let this truth get out. This man talking about this truth. That's what the Bible was based on. And that was back in Bible times. And until maybe five years ago, that's kind of how the world operated. You know, silence on truth. Now it's switched. Victor Bout. Arms dealer, Brittany Griner, he, he was an arms dealer. All of this is not truth, it's lies, conspiracies, murder. Brittany Griner, full of lies, conspiracies. Let me tell you why. 
She was wrongfully detained. No, the hell she wasn't. She had marijuana. It's against the law. That's not wrongfully detained. Was she over sentence? Maybe. But it's the law. You've been going over there all these years. You know the law. But there's also something that people are not talking about. Putin had his eye on her for years. She was the most polarizing figure coming from the U.S. over there that was known. So he been watching her for years. So he was like, okay, think about this. And I'm going to give y'all something else. Uh, America's at war right now. I'm like, man, we ain't at no war. We're at war. We just did it through Ukraine. America's at war right now. Why do you think they keep dumping 30, 40, 50 million every so often to get to Ukraine? They're at war. This is the lies. So if you pay attention to what's going on right now, where they used to try and silence truth, religion had a bearing, they don't care no more. They want to keep the lies at the forefront. They want to give us both Barabbases. They want to keep one, and they want to give us one. We go give y'all one for to be amongst the people. Y'all decide what y'all want to do, and we go keep one that's on display because we want to keep the programming going for the lies. Ain't that a fucked up society we live in where everything is based on lies now and we want to keep that out there. And just like Jesus and the Barabbas thing, truth being suppressed. And people have fallen into that. Boy, I got to suppress truth. I don't want to step on no toes. I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to lose my endorsements. I don't want to limit future uh Opportunities for myself and for the people around me. And then you go and, and these are the same people who can look at themselves in the mirror and post and talk about how real they keep it. That was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in my lifetime from a political government. Do you realize how stupid that makes America look? Y'all traded a WNBA player. For someone responsible for killing and conspiring to kill a lot of y'all citizens. But they checked several boxes when they gave them that arms dealer for the WNBA player back. She's a woman. She's openly gay. And she's black. So they checked three boxes. Black woman, openly gay. And guess what else is rolling around soon? Election time. And you heard it here first, but if you're picking up what I'm putting down, you already know what's coming. That's going to be part of the campaign if Biden run again, even if he don't run. If Kamala Harris run, guess what they go say? Yeah, y'all saw how we went and negotiated and got Brittany Griner home? And she going to tell all these stories about, I guarantee you, how she was persecuted and this and this and this and they got something out about oh Brittany had to cut her hair because it was so freezing cold in the Russian prison that after she would wash her hair it would just turn to icicles so she couldn't have dreadlocks anymore man get the fuck out of here man this is the, the, the lies that y'all want to keep in front of everybody and this season we getting rid of all that like you might stop listening Y'all might want to say, oh, he on something else. Nah, men have to get back to being men 
We got to get back to standing on truth as a society. And we got to start dispelling all these lies. Because that's all it is. It's lies. But people just watch it and buy into it. Because their eyes have been trained and their ears is, is going to sleep. They're not listening intently anymore. Well, let me hear what they really saying. Your eyes are getting trained and your ears just have no clue what's going on. So this whole season, don't worry about it. We're going to train them eyes back right. But, hey, we about to get up out of here. Um, it's good to be back with y'all. Uh, episode one of the new season. Got a lot for y'all this uh, season. Stay tuned in. Go get y'all 10 episodes of fire. Uh, again, like I told y'all, we got a lot going on. Shout out to content creators. If y'all have not, go follow us on all social media platforms. Make sure you check out I Say Podcast Network online as well at I Say Podcast. Uh, make sure you pull up the YouTube page, I Say Podcast Network, also on YouTube. Got a lot coming on the way. Uh, we're here live from the gym complex. If you have any media needs, make sure you reach out as well. We can cover all of those needs. We'll also put a link in the bio to where you can reach out. Make sure you like, subscribe, and rate the channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, and rate the episode on whatever platform you go to to listen to your podcast. Again, we're dispelling all of the rumors this season of what real is. Masculine Man Truth, stand on the podcast. We out.